back into the living room, everybody. This is your host, Mr. Just Right, Mikey Whitesnake. And to my right, here in the snake pit, with me, as always, Len Breaker. Len, how you been, brother? I'm outstanding, man. Just outstanding. Fired up. Fired up. Big night. Big night last night at NXT. You know, big night just all this week. 2.0, man. 2.0's 2.0. here. We're excited about it. We're going to talk about it a lot. we got a bunch of stuff to say about professional wrestling tonight. It's been a while since we talked about wrestling. We've been in the football business. That's and true. Business, is, business is booming on that side. Business is booming indeed. Yeah. And yeah, we have been focused a little bit on the weekly previews. We'll wrap up the last you know four shows or whatever we had here this last week. Here tonight, just a little bit. We'll touch on some big picture stuff more than actual match by match thing. But Michael Michael Lee is down the right path. Yeah. So there's you know there's four shows you know that have happened since we since we last got together in in the room here, Len. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I think the big one is 2.0, right? Mm-hmm. Not Everise, not the tag team. I'm talking NXT 2.0, a That's new it. a new style, a new flair, a new logo, new presentation, everything, top yeah. and bottom. Lots to break down there, but first, a pretty good Friday Night SmackDown, I would say, Len. Uh, uh, but the one primary thing to take home from there, the Beast is back, mm-hmm. and he's back with a vengeance. Absolutely. But the Bloodline, man, they're on fire too. And I can't wait to see those two clash. You said it's actually going to be in yeah, the oil fields of Saudi, Saudi Arabia, where we'll be on site, so I'm looking oh. forward to see that match. Yeah, we'll be on those love seats that are in yeah. the front row. Yep. Um, we already got one reserved. And, but yeah, that, that's going to be in Saudi Arabia. That was just announced on and Twitter. And the Demon. And the Demon. The Demon so is got back, the Demon, right? Demon, obviously, at um, Extreme Rules before he moves on to face the Beast. So he may or may not be a champion when he faces Lesnar in Saudi. Who knows? It's still too early to say. But yeah, that was the biggest takeaway from SmackDown is that all that stuff. So we could probably go into depth of that a little bit or whatever. Yeah. So other than that, we had kind of the the climax, I think, to the Edge and Rollins uh, feud, mm-hmm. which ended with Edge on top, uh, or excuse me, Rollins on top. Uh, after a very dramatic finish. Yeah, Edge getting wheeled away in a ambulance. The local right. medical facility. After a stomp mm-hmm. uh, and screaming to the heavens, why won't you die? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Edge is fantastic. Rollins, fantastic. I mean, you're talking about pure star power. It's easy to overlook what these guys are doing right now, I think, with what is going on with Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Bianca's red hot. The Hurt Business sure. is booming over on Raw. RK bro, but here you have two really masters of the craft, and their character work is is phenomenal. Their matches obviously rock solid. This match was a real treat too, wasn't it, Lynn? Absolutely, yeah. This I love the work these two have done during this whole feud. I actually am not sure that I think it's going to be the climax of the feud. Though I think you're going to see these guys one more time at Extreme Rules would be my guess to close this feud out. Um, we don't know yet because Edge obviously had to go to a local medical facility. Whether he's okay or not, we're not sure yet. But Rollins obviously very concerned. As soon as he hit that stomp on the back of Edge's surgically repaired neck, he took to the corner and he looked disturbed. And then when he was interviewed backstage, he said, you know, he doesn't know why he does these things. Yes. So 
Yeah. I think Rollins, I mean, I've always, I think I've said it every episode we've done of this, Rollins is the number one wrestler in the world, in my opinion, and I'm going to stick to that for sure. And Edge, I, I was never a big Edge guy when he was here before, but this since he's returned, I've found him to become a huge Edge guy. And uh, thanks for bringing that up, Len. His his interview backstage when, when Edge was getting uh, escorted out uh, via uh, the ambulance old meat wagon there, and I think it was what uh, Adam Pearson and, uh, and Sonia were, were back there. And and they kind of look at him in disgust. Mm-hmm. And he's back there with his his cavalier glove or, you know, whatever he's yeah. got. And he, and he just kind of looks kind of despondent. And, mm-hmm. and they don't even, I don't even think they say anything. They just, you know, you know, it's implied that he's, he's up, up the creek, right, with the bosses. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of says... I don't know how I feel. I mean, he's he's sadistic. I mean, it's the same thing he's been doing, but it feels fresh every time he does it, just because he's he's maniacal. Yeah, and, and his character work is just phenomenal. I don't think he's gonna change. I don't think this is a new gimmick for him. Really, mm-hmm. he's gonna go about his way and just and just be this polarizing kind of bipolar type personality. And I'm really enjoying what he's what he's doing, and he's. He's not changing much, right? It's right. just the delivery mm-hmm. that that makes it feel kind of organic. You know what I mean? And it's 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 enjoyable. I really like what Rollins is doing right now. Yeah, exactly. This this actually reminded me a little bit of last year um, when the day the day after uh, Money in the Bank when Becky <clears throat> had to relinquish the title. She was pregnant, and then Rollins attacked Rey Mysterio viciously that night. And he had sort of the same thing this when he became the Monday Night Messiah, basically. But he had he had the same kind of look in his exactly, eye, where exactly. he just like doesn't know why he's doing this thing, but he can't right. help it. Yep. But whatever he's doing, they don't need to just don't do anything different. I love this Rollins. I love the Monday Night Messiah character. I like this one's even a li- probably a little bit even more um, obscure what he's doing or what his motives are. Like I feel like the, the Messiah was a little bit more spoken out. He took Buddy Murphy under his wing and whatnot. Where here is just like. He's just riding solo, but he wants the title. He's made that clear to Reigns, too, which is interesting, in my opinion. You know, he's not there now, and there's a bunch of other stuff going on with the title. But I love the thought of, like, hey, could we get Reigns and, and Rollins at WrestleMania or something? That would be awesome. But, yeah, I agree. The whole feud in general has been great, and Rollins just deserves And, like you said, it's hard to, to like, carve out some space for yourself right now with all the news, with all the AEW signings, and Brian Danielson's there, and... CM Punk's there and Adam Cole. So the news is just all around. Like, this just really good wrestling is not getting the attention it deserves, I don't think. But, you know, the real ones, no. You know, we're the real mm-hmm. ones. The real ones, no. Yeah, the real ones are, are watching from the living room. We yeah. know, as they always do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so also on SmackDown Land, we had uh, a contract signing with... Uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, which was kind of the standard really. interaction those two have had the last uh, couple times uh, they've shared the screen mm-hmm. uh, with Bianca, basically saying, you know, you know, let's go. What are you doing? What are you doing? And Becky just kind of playing possum a little bit, you know, just Becky playing play a that more arrogant title deal, yeah. right? She's right. Uh, She's finding her footing as the heel, yeah. I think. Here, twenty six seconds or whatever, twenty seven seconds or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Yeah, I think, I think the one thing I'll say, Becky, it's hard to, it's really hard to pigeonhole into a heel because people want to cheer for her, but she's finding her her uh, groove a little bit where she's like um, starting to settle into a heel. This week it was more booze for her 
you know, more cheers for Bianca, which is the goal. Next week, SmackDown's in Knoxville, hometown of Bianca Belair. So you can expect a rousing ovation there. What I would do there, what you need to do there is have Becky, you know, before Bianca can even come to the ring, you jump her, smash her down while the crowd's trying to pop for her, and you're just getting rained with, you get rained with booze there. And that's the final chapter in getting Becky's full heel. You know what I mean? You just have her do something terrible. Perfect opportunity. Bianca, yeah. Right. Right. So she's from, what'd you say, Knoxville? Knoxville, yeah. That's where SmackDown is next week? Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's perfect. So we'll, we'll see if they take advantage of that. Uh, other than that, obviously, the end to the Tag Team Championship match where the Street Profits, who you know I'm a big fan of, mm-hmm. uh, we were both big fans of. For sure. Both butt-stock and those guys, I think, went going back, obviously. You can tell Montez yeah. Ford is going to be a superstar. Agreed. And the uh, Usos, of course, are awesome. And the Usos, right. Uh, that match, of course, ended with some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Roman Reigns, the head of the table, yeah. uh, came out to be, be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And he kind of cleared, you know, he, he did what the head of the table does. Choked and, 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 and choked everyone out and, and wrecked shit. And, and, and leave. Didn't, he didn't, he didn't leave, leave, though, because right. he was stopped in his tracks by none other than... And it's... It's getting to be that time of year, Len. Mm-hmm. That time of year when things start changing outside and the weather gets a little bit more crisp. Mm-hmm. Get yourself the a wind, nice hot. The wind starts howling. Pumpkin spice latte. Sit on the porch. <clears throat> sip it back. You know. Yeah, they get that. You get that musking year of, of death with those leaves dying, right? And the wind, the, the air gets a little, you know, a little drier, and and the demon. The demon emerges. The demon comes out mm-hmm. again, and it's been a while. What do you What do you think? Almost time. two years since we've seen yeah, the I, demon proper. I would say so. I, the last time I remember is when they remember they were setting up the him versus Sister Abigail uh, at correct, and uh, that was I think at Survivor Series like a two years ago, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. But they ended up scratching it, injury, illness, something, whatever, right. and um, never got to see that. But I think actually since then. Balor has done such a good t- job building himself up to where he's so he was so great in NXT and everything that this is a cool. I like him bringing back the Demon. Uh, I want him to win the belt here. I mean, I haven't wanted Reigns to lose the belt in any of these feuds really, and I don't even really want him to lose the belt. I just want Balor, the Demon Balor, to win. I think would be a great n- time to do it. Right now is a good time to do it. What do you think about that, Mike? Well. He can't lose, right? Or else the demon's meaningless because the demon has not been on a good stir the last couple of times we, we have seen him, right? I mean, he's been nothing special. Right. I think he looks a little less intimidating for some reason this time around. I don't know why. It's because we ex- expected it. You know, they're going to pull it out of the bag again. Yeah, Sooner no. or later, I was expecting maybe a little a little different variation of the, the costume because he used to do a bunch of cool shit in the indies, right, where he would kind of come, and I know he can't do as much like that because, like, licensing and stuff. Right, right. I would have liked to have seen a different play on it there. Uh, I I don't know. I think if the Demon could have used a little refresh, I'm surprised Balder with his creativity didn't... uh, Suggest something like that, but we'll see. You know, there's yeah. there's plenty of time. This was just like we were talking before the show, Len. This would be a good opportunity to put, and I just want to be clear here about uh, Finn Balor's career really didn't take off until he met yours truly uh, at the airport. I remember that once and and had a good conversation with him, gave him some advice. Mm-hmm. I remember that. 
Santa Monica, you know, Santa Monica's way, I believe they were in Pittsburgh. I was flying to an uh, exotic location uh, somewhere for vacation, mm -hmm. and he happened to, we crossed paths in the airport, and I said, hey, Finn, that was a great match you had Monday. I think it was his debut mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh uh, or somewhere around there. He just debuted, and then a couple weeks later, he, Early, won, yeah. he won the Universal title. Uh, so I just want to preface that since we're early on in the living room champs, anytime we talk about Finn Balor, I'm going to yeah. be a little biased because, you know, it's, I like to think the knowledge I passed on to him that day is, has brought him to where he is now. And Len, I agree with you. This is the time to put the belt on the demon, mm -hmm. do something a little different. You know what I mean? Because like you said, uh, to be proud of the show, it seems to be confirmed now mm -hmm. that Brock and... Roman are going to be going head to toe or head to head. Yeah. At in uh, in the oil fields of Saudi Arabia. So, right. you, do you want to have the title in, in play there? I don't think so. No, no. Uh, you got you got to think maybe. Ah, oh, man, it's uh, see. I mean, they've signed they've signed a deal in blood there. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's pretty much like whatever they want to happen has got to happen, right? To some extent. But if you can somehow get the belt off of those players before you go over there, you at least have an excuse to say, right? You know, we uh, uh, maybe the demon or Finn Balor can carry the belt for a few months, and then one of those guys can get it back. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Roman if they're gonna if he's gonna face Rock or Brock or whoever at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I'll give um, you. I I can give you a little bit of a uh, one of my booking ideas. You know, I like the book. I like the book. I like to tell you what I would do here, and then what I would do. As you know, Mike, is I would like to take the belt off Roman here. You have Finn win the belt at Extreme Rules, uh, the the Demon. Then you the next thing you got big, obviously, is Saudi. So in Saudi, you have Reigns and Lesnar, no title on the line, doesn't matter. You can put Reigns over, maybe um, something with Heyman here. There's some, there's a, you know some controversy with Heyman there that gets. Yes. Reigns in trouble. It's an Boom. interesting angle. That story I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So then Lesnar wins that match. Then he's going to probably go away for a few months anyway. So mm -hmm. in the meantime, you have Balor defend the title once, maybe twice. Survivor Series, The Rock is strongly, strongly uh, suggested The Rock will be at Survivor Series this year. So it would be a perfect opportunity to have him come out. And maybe um, you think he's there to help you know, Rain, he comes out to help Reigns, I should say. Boom. You have Reigns over, and, and he acknowledges Reigns as the head of the table. The Rock does. That's what I would do. Then The Rock's just a one-off. He's not going to be back anyway. So he gets that. Boom. Reigns beats Balor the next night on Raw. Gets the Or, I'm sorry, on, that night on Survivor Series. Then Reigns carries it to, to WrestleMania. So, uh, Royal Rumble. Lesnar wins Royal Rumble. Lesnar reigns at WrestleMania. Lesnar wins the title there from the head of the table. That's what I would do from here to WrestleMania. That's my idea, Mike. Well, I can't say argue with that, Lynn, and sounds like money to me. That's right. So, unfortunately, you're not booking for right, the WWE, That's so true. who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Probably none right? of those things I just said will happen. Probably <laughs> zero of those things will happen. What? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just hard to say, especially once you get to Saudi Saudi Arabia, right? That's we'll gonna probably be like Saudi a, Arabia with Goldberg and Lesnar holding the titles, <laughs> and no one else will like Hacks Big Evil Mark and Don. I mean, it it be, it's hard know, to say. It's just, it, yeah, yeah. Doink the Clown will maybe be involved. Whatever the Crown Prince want, the Crown Prince gets. Except for when he wanted those dead guys, and they wouldn't bring him over. Like he wanted Yokozuna the first show over there, and. Vince Vince couldn't do it for me. Couldn't bring Yokozuna. And except for when he wanted wanted uh, front row seats, uh, hard cam to this upcoming show, and they said, "Sorry, the living room champs already bought those." Exactly. Yes. And you guys will be able to see us there uh, if you continue listening to our show and sharing our show, so we raise enough funds. <laughs> exactly. To get our tickets over there. Exactly. Uh, but we're well on our way. Thanks well, to you guys. Yes, Thanks well to you guys. Keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so that, that's, really that's pretty much fact. SmackDown. Yeah, yeah I, I, there's not really much to discuss there. I think it was, you know, a pretty good show. It was Brock's first time on there in two years. That's the highlight, of course. So moving on then to Raw, which I can't. I mean, it's hard to believe that was this Monday. We're recording this on Thursday, just so you guys have some yeah. uh, perspective of, of where we're coming from here. Raw was obviously on Monday, and. Uh, we had an interesting uh, segment with Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair, which, which I uh, I enjoyed that. That was a pretty entertaining yeah. one. Yeah, not bad. Charlotte I'm anxious to see those two, and I'm I'm rooting for Alexa to take that belt. I love uh, at the pay per view. Yeah, I love yeah. Alexa. I'm, I, this is a good feud. I don't think she's going to be win the belt, but I do think this is a good feud to get Charlotte to win. Um, but you know. Alexa, play her mind games, continue to do that stuff. I think that was pretty good. Um, we're also, the other positive of the, out of that whole segment was we're going to get uh, Nia Jackson Baszler next Monday, so we're finally going to break these two up and just permanently, and let's move on from those two as a tag team once and for all, so I like that. Um, but, you know, there's really only one story to talk about on Monday Night Raw. I mean, there's only one thing. It's just one of the biggest things that WWE has done in, one, in, in my opinion, one of the most important things they've done in a really, really long time to put a good face on their company. Um, Big E of the New Day announced early in the day via Twitter he was going to cash in that night. And indeed, he did. He came in. He cashed in against Bobby Lashley. He is the new WWE champion. Mike's gonna, Mike will get us to there, how he got there and everything like that. But that's the important thing was Big E, um, you know, universally loved... I think uh, if you look at his Twitter, you know you could see that basically everyone in the pro wrestling industry uh, congratulated Big E and honestly felt good for him because I think he truly is a good person that you know does things the right way. So I'm excited for Big E to be the new champion. Hopefully they keep him on, keep it on for a while, and um, then you know that's the that's the raw story that interests me for sure. I mean, yeah, there's really not much to talk about here, Len. Um, Opening segment, right? Yeah. Her business comes down, uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. RK Bro comes down. Big E comes down. Mm -hmm. They're 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 trading verbal jabs. Sure. Uh, you know, MVP's saying Big E's a clown, and Randy's saying he's going to take that belt. Bobby's saying he's going to kick everyone's ass. Yeah. Riddle and, saying and, don't and, and beat Big e, Randy. Yeah, and Big E in kind of an interesting. Scenario. I don't know if this has ever been done. Kind of, he 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 showed his hand. How many times, Len has has the Money in the Bank winner said, "I'm going to cash in," uh, 
you know, X day or time or whatever after whatever match, pay-per-view, and actually followed through with it. Do you know? I don't know the number now, but I know it has happened before from time to time, but it's something that's pretty rare. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how exact the number that it's happened, but it has happened a few times, but it's not something regular. Usually we use it as the element of surprise, um, but... The, usually it's someone like a good guy, like, you know, a face like Biggie or Cena or someone will call their shot because they have the, the uh, credibility to do that and still gets the job done. So, Len, moving on from uh, a pretty good SmackDown mm -hmm. was Monday Night Raw, where obviously the big story mm -hmm. is Big E. Absolutely. Becoming the new W, W, E champion mm -hmm. what a workhorse this guy has been entertaining as fuck happy to see him get there uh, good good segment good build up with with randy and bobby lashley mm -hmm. uh, the opening segment of the show obviously carried over to the main event biggie said coming into the night i'm gonna cash in yeah tweeted it out he said, I'm casting in tonight no matter what. And Biggie's a guy I think you can trust I when he too. says that, right? Mm -hmm. He's not going to go back on his word. He's going to stick to it, right? No, I, I, I agree with you. So we knew something was coming. Mm -hmm. The question was, was he going to take it from the Almighty? Or was he going to take it from the fangs of the Viper? Right, exactly. Both of those guys with reinforcements, mm -hmm. an MVP, and Riddle. Right. Yeah, Big E overcame the odds, cashed in his money in the bank contract mm -hmm. for his first ever world championship. I believe it's his, is it his first ever singles championship period? In the no. Or was he intercontinental champion? He was intercontinental champion, okay. yeah. So his first ever world championship. And he was NXT champion long ago when it was really new. Right. So the second member of the New Day to become WWE, WWE champion. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think he's going to be a tremendous world champion for the WWE. I'm anxious to see what they do with him. The draft is obviously coming up, so I hate to even get too much into hypotheticals with right. things at this point, right? Because I would assume in the draft that, that Big E may end up back on Raw, or he could go to SmackDown, but I would imagine he would have the Universal and the WWE Championship on, on either brand, right? right. One, on, one on Raw, one on SmackDown. I mean, I think yeah, when you get to the draft, you have to either you know, just keep the champions at home where they don't leave, or you have to flip-flop them. There has to be one on each show, obviously. It seems to be the, the right way to go about it. So I think that's probably in the future. Maybe we'll try to squeeze in a mock draft before uh, before oh. the draft, who knows? You never know. Mm. And we'll squeeze in a mock draft. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Listeners, let us know if you want us to do a mock draft. Yeah, send us the email. Maybe we can bring in some uh, uh, assistant general managers to help mm -hmm. us with, with with that. Would be that would be a pretty fun exercise. Yeah, I think they said this happened what in October, which isn't that far away. Yeah, October first of the. So I think probably the, right after the, the next first, pay per view. Yeah, right? the Friday okay. after. Uh, uh, extreme rules and then and then on Monday the raw one would do the 
finish it up. So obviously that's that's a headline here, right? Is is Biggie uh, mm-hmm. taking home that title? Other than that, kind of again, just kind of standard fare, uh, uh, raw. It, it, this Monday, I mean, there yeah. wasn't too much. It was a good segment with Alexa and Charlotte. I'm looking forward to their match. Mm-hmm. You know, you had your shenanigans with with Veer and Shanky and, and Drew in the modern day Maharaja. Yeah, I right? think yeah, I think mostly uh, Damian Priest. You know, is heading in. Damian Priest is still looking good. Damian Priest showed up on NXT. Yeah, sure uh, which did. we'll talk about here in a little bit. But yeah, he's he's been a staple on Mondays. Yeah, but again, the only thing we really want to talk about is Big E. Yeah. Honestly, Big E was the highlight of the week, the weekend. All this, all those guys going to AEW, I don't care about any of that. All that's yep. what we've talked about. Big E is worth you talking about as a standalone. He is tremendous. I mean, he's been ordained for this, in my opinion, for years. Um, he's so worthy. He's so good on the mic all the time. And, and enjoy this. This match, this sequence, mm-hmm. right? I think you'll look back on it and say... Bobby Lashley was probably his peak. Randy Orton, I feel like he's amazing right now yes. as well. And Big E. And so yeah. these three guys working together are at the top of their game. Yeah, they're all they're all bona fide superstars. They're all bona fide superstars. Yeah, kudos to Lashley for carrying the yeah. title there through some tough times yep. in the pandemic. He's been awesome. I mean, amazing. I, I, I've never was a Lashley and he's still guy. Still going to be a factor, right? He's been better. Lashley's yeah. been better the whole time he's been here. Just better. He'll be. Yeah, he's still in the in this mix for sure. MVP did him a world of good too. I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. So you love that. Um, and Orton, you're right. Orton is. He's like. I mean, Orton's never not going to be great. That's it. I mean, he's great all the time, and he always finds ways to pair himself with somebody or do something that keeps him interesting in a new way all the time. It's amazing. He's a Orton's going to go down as you know a top ten guy by the time his career's over. It's amazing. I love him and Riddle right now. It's it's just so fun. And yeah. it's just the best. I mean, it was a great match. Yeah. Orton ends up taking the spear, getting the loss. Um, and uh, Lashley tweaks yeah. his knee a little bit, uh, doing some after-the-match stuff, shenanigans, which, of course, leads to E-cashing in. Big ending. Biggest ending you could ask for on Monday Night Raw, in my which opinion. We both love the big ending. Mm-hmm. Huge. Great finisher. A huge ending. And, and you know, I love that sequence that they had in, in the promo where MVP says, Randy, you just... You can't just come in and politic your way, you know, to get yourself in this yeah. title match. And Randy Orton, in a nutshell, there. And I don't mean to take anything away from Big E, but I think Orton's on a roll right now. Orton says, "I don't need to politic anything. I just go and get what I want because I'm Randy freaking Orton." That's right. I mean, that's exactly what. That's, that's exactly truth. what politicking yeah. is. <laughs> and he did it, but it doesn't matter because he's Randy Orton. But Big E, he's got to be. They, Leading, you know, the new days has to be some more merch than just about any WWE superstar at any given time. I'm sure, mm-hmm. they're always in the top ten or five oh, or whatever. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> right? He's going to be a tremendous ambassador for the brand. I he think already so, is. Already is. So I think they're excited to put him on that pedestal. I hope they are. They better be. They should be. And you know, he'll he'll come out with a banger against whoever they they decide to put him up against. It will be very interesting to see if they let him carry that strap. Uh, all the way through Mania. Yeah, it'll also be interesting with like we saw with the draft. Do they want him in the New Day apart, or do they think yes. they ha- he had his time apart and they're and now they want him together? I've heard you know internet rumors. You know how internet rumors are. I read them. I take them all with very many grains of salt. But I think um, there's rumors of 
could uh, Lashley potentially bring back Benjamin and Alexander for the Hurt Business. You get a six-man match. But, but ultimately, Survivor Series, Bloodline versus New Day on Survivor Series is what we should all be hoping for. I think if you it's took It's too obvious at this point, right? Um, you know, that, it's a good question. Man. Like I said, if we don't... We don't want to try to play uh, armchair general too much right now because the landscape is is, yeah. is so fluid. It's in flux. It's in flux. Right. And, and we talked about this leading up uh, to the big brand shift for mm-hmm. NXT. Right. Which we'll get into next. So we'll take a little break right here. Let him back. We'll come back uh, Come back and, and get into Tuesday's big show, 2.0 NXT. We'll be right back. Living Room Champs. The champs are back in the living room, and Len, we've been talking about this uh, the last couple weeks, waiting with bated breath to see what this new NXT is all about. Yes. 2.0, as they call it. So we got teasers, mm-hmm. uh, little ad ad runs there on the other WWE shows yeah. where we, we got a glimpse of a new aesthetic, mm-hmm. if you will, a new presentation. Uh, it looked to be a little bit more bright, a little more vibrant. They, they revealed, and I don't know if you noticed this, Len, in the reveals you could see that the setup for the arena, they were going to have some more more stadium style. Yeah. I think uh, seating there, and I, I don't know. Are they still call it the Capital Wrestling Center? Is I that still a thing, are. or is that no. gone now? That's, I, I read that okay. they're not going to call it that going forward. So that, I don't know if it's the same building or well. I don't think it is. I think it is the same building, it, but they just redid it, and I don't think I don't, they're going to yeah. refer to it as That'd that. That'd be anymore. interesting. Anyway, so we got this 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 peak, I think, a little bit. They showed a little bit more each week, and it looked like uh, you know, a, a fresh coat of paint, if you will. Se- several yeah, coats of paint, I think. Uh, and then right, we've been asking, what's 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 going to happen here? And there's been rumors. Are they know. going to are they going to just kind of carry over the storylines um, that were going on? Are they going to have a hard stop with some of these things and just completely reboot the system? Mm-hmm. And I think we got a little bit of both right. of that, which was very interesting and made, makes for a lot of things. I think we have to unpack here because this is really. You know, this is going to be a pivotal moment because I don't know if the production team is there. I don't know what exactly has changed behind the scenes. There's a lot of speculation, but I don't exactly. think any of us really know exactly what's going on there. Is Triple H involved? Is Pritchard involved? Who the hell knows? Right. Is you know Kevin? You know Kevin Hayes there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, or, or excuse me, Michael Michael, Michael Hayes. Yeah, Michael Hayes. Um, Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn, right. Yeah, a lot of hands, a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Right, lots of things going on there. But a- anyway, so right out of the gate, we get a human representation, I think, of this new uh, new design, the new brand, the new, uh, you know, style guide, if you will, for NXT in the form of Rick, Rick Steiner's son, mm-hmm. not Rick Steiner Jr., no. Not uh, Scotty Steiner. No. Not, what's what's you say the real last Rex, name is? Rex Steiner. Rex Steiner was his pro. Not any of that. Mm-hmm. Braun Breaker. Braun, Braun Breaker. Breaker. Braun Breaker, and that's Breaker spelled B-R-E-A-K-K. Two Ks, double K. E-R, which 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, he throws us all for a loop. Like, what the yeah. fuck is this name? What is this? Obviously, he looks like a Steiner. I'll say he's built built like one. Looks right like a million bucks. I mean, but, he does. And then, you know, he kind of has a goofy presentation. He's bouncing mm-hmm. around and getting in L.A. Knight's face. And L.A. Knight says, oh. I'll see you. He said, let me talk to you. I'll see you out there. And mm-hmm. it was like, what do you mean LA Knight has a match? He's in the Fatal 4-Way. Later on, what's going on here? Right. Immediately, my mind started, what's, what's happening? Right. Before all this, they had a promo run with the original four contestants of the Fatal 4-Way. Mm-hmm. Very, Len, this is, to me, this this reminded me of studio wrestling. Uh-huh. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Right? Like old immediately, NWA. my mind goes to, this is an overproduced... Uh, and when I say overproduced, I don't necessarily mean that in a negative way. No, but, but differently produced. Just the layout, the, the, the bleachers, the, mm-hmm. the seating, the, the lighting. Like, you can see the lighting set up in the back where we're looking at the picture right now. Braun Breaker with L.A. Knight pressed well over his head mm-hmm. to these rafters. These, there's lights. It's kind of, you know what I mean, a little rough around the edges, but just a little off kilter, you know what I mean? And you can kind of see what they're going for, and that's a studio-ish yeah. kind of presentation. Before we right? even get to, into break or any further, that, the, just the building in general, it, I kind of I like the look. Like, it's brighter. You can see there's fans there. I do like the lighting. Yes. Like, you know, in that old CWC, you couldn't even see people. They're cheering just coming from nowhere. Who knows? Yeah. Here, I like seeing the crowd. I do like the colors. I mean, it's maybe a little over the top, but I don't care. But it's, it's supposed to be over the top. It's wrestling. You know what I mean? But, like, I like that it's not black and yellow. change up. It's different colors. All that stuff. So I think overall, I like the presentation, and then those backstage interviews, and I like, I actually like the studio wrestling feel, like you mentioned. Back in the day, when I was a young wrestling fan, one of my favorite things to do was watch old NWA Saturday Night, or later WCW Saturday Night, you know, 6.05 on the Superstation TBS, and you'd turn in, and they'd be in the studio, and Shivani would be there, and he'd be interviewing J.J. Dillon and all this stuff. I love that stuff. So I like this vibe. In fact, I would, I'd would i like it to go where there's a guy at the podium over there. Like, give him a podium. But that's just the building itself and that aesthetic. So on the aesthetic, I'm thumbs up. I like the aesthetic of the new look. I like the presentation. Still the same announcers, all that stuff. But the presentation in general, I'm I'm going to give that a thumbs up, that particular segment. I, you know, I enjoy it too. It's it, it's a breath of fresh air, fresh, you know, a, a fresh uh, coat of paint, uh, like we said earlier. Uh, other than the the kind of drab, dreary lighting that they had in the yeah in the Capitol Wrestling Center, or Full Sail, or wherever, I would assume they're probably still filming at Full Sail. No, Full Sail's out. Oh, is it the, out? Yeah, the wrestling yeah. center, Capitol Wrestling Center, is a different place. That's what I believe where they're still at. But Full Sail's definitely out. Unfortunately, okay. that Full Sail crowd was awesome. I liked that vibe there when they were there. When they moved the CWC, kind of took a hit. But it's pandemic. There's all these different rules, so I don't even want to blame them for that. As far as Breaker goes. I mean, could you pick a worse name? I mean, I guess you could, like, asshole or something like that, but Braun Breaker <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. I mean, this guy is a Steiner. He's Rick Steiner's son. The guy's name is Bronson. Just call him Braun Steiner or Rex Steiner. Like, his last name split into two names. I mean, it's so goddamn simple. It's why? like, what are you doing? Why overthink it? The guy, is, he's built like a brick house. You know what I'm saying? He looks good. He wrestles good. Beats LA Knight in his debut. Humongous win, obviously. Looks impressive as hell. It was a very obvious move from them Mm -hmm. saying, okay. We're going young. NXT 2.0, here's the guy you need to look out for, right? Immediately, he he establishes himself. 
Circuit Breaker would be better to name. Uh, Curtis, yes. Curtis Breaker. What? What? Anything. Yeah, I mean, Brown Steiner. What Steiner? How about backbreaker? What's wrong? (laughs) What's wrong with putting Steiner in his name? Because Scott Steiner, he's he's a living meme at this point, right? I mean, he's more famous than he's ever been, maybe. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and and why not? Cat? I don't don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. He he looks. Is just a little sample of the issues that we get with WWE and WWF that and um, NXT and stuff, where it's things that are so simple, it's right in front of you, it's like a layup. But instead, they want to try a 360 dunk. Vince can't dunk. You can't dunk anymore, Vince. Just lay the ball in and yeah. take the point. You got to take the two points. It's ridiculous. Well, who knows if Vince even has a hand in this one? We don't know well, that for sure. But I believe Vince has I the think, hand I feel in like- everything. Do you feel like this was a, a, well, we a know, major clue to say, okay, now we know he's in charge? Well, we know that Triple H, this particular leak was not involved because he had a cardiac issue. He had to have actually minor heart surgery last week, Triple H. So he was not at, at this show. That's a known to be fact. Now, there's different rumors. One rumor was that Kevin Dunn was in charge last night. And then more recently, the, the rumor was that Shawn Michaels filled in Triple H's spot last night. So we don't know. But it's it's clearly the WWE has their hands on this because they they want this to be a developmental again, which is fine. I don't care. That's great. It's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be. But the names, I mean, give me a break, would you please? This is ridiculous. Kevin Dunn uh, gave Triple H a heart attack. Kevin Dunn gave Triple H a heart attack. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't know. And then after that, we got we got a lot of new people. So let's just talk about some of these new people we got, Mike. So moving on, we had a tag team match with Imperium, who you know I'm very high on, and Marcel Bartel, and they looked like they were chiseled out of granite. Oh, they do. I mean, they look <laughs> that good. Light, that new lighting did them a lot of favors. Those guys look like they've been training for this 2.0, and they take their job seriously, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm happy to keep my stock in Imperium. Uh, no Walter, who I think we uh, we both want to see more on television going forward. Mm-hmm. But Imperium had to had to go up against uh, yet another new team, mm-hmm. and at this point we're just we're just you know kind of lose our mind. We get we got a we got a fresh uh, coat of paint. <laughs> we got a new theme song, hip. Mm-hmm. We got Braun Breaker, mm-hmm. and now we've got Josh Briggs. And Brooks Jensen. Our pets' heads are falling off! Everything's changing, Len. Yes. The whole landscape is, you can tell now, okay, these guys, we haven't, I don't know if we've seen them on TV recently, haven't been in a prominent role yeah. on television. Out of nowhere, here comes Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, just a couple of um, uh, mud hole stomping, stomping <laughs> bad boys. Big bruisers, yeah. Big bruisers uh, w- with an attitude, and they had to go up against uh, Imperium. Imperium. Yeah. And and put on a hell of a fight. I, I will say they put on a hell of a fight. Imperium ended up winning the match, mm-hmm. uh, but quite a good showing, I think, from Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. So here's another example then yeah. of where clearly they're saying, okay, look at these guys. These are going to be part. You know, this is what you're going to you're going to see. You're going to see yeah. new guys. You're going to see these guys. You're going to see. Eight. You're going to see Braun Breaker. Yeah. And some other guys we'll get to later, but uh, yeah, good match. Uh, yeah, we'll these take guys it. remind me of. Uh, Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch, if you remember that tag team uh, from the you know 2010s, whatever it was, a couple they're like a couple like generic Texans. I don't know where they Texans. I don't even know. They kind of try to have a little bit of an accent. I mean, the Black Jacks 2021 or whatever. I don't know what they're calling them, but Briggs, 
and Benson, whatever, they looked pretty good. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll give them a chance. Uh, they got obviously have a lot of long way to go. And the tag team scene down there is changing a lot. The tag team that you want to keep your eyes on down there that wrestled again last night is in the Diamond Mine under Malcolm Bivens, and that is the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers are legit. That team, I will take stock out to the roof. I'll buy stock on the Creed Brothers, and um, they again wrestled this. Uh, got a quick win over a couple jobbers, a couple ham and eggers. <laughs> are, are they jobbers? I don't know. Who yeah, who knows? They yeah. might be the next champ. <laughs> they could I, be the number one champ. I yeah, think contenders. that they're a couple ham and eggers. I think they are too. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened there. Um, uh, the Diamond Mind also got a, a female member. I don't know. Did yes. she join the week prior or is this, this was her first week? This was right? her. No, this was the first time, yeah, yeah for her. Yep. yep. So, um, lots of things happening for the Diamond Mind. Yeah, it's, they're becoming more interesting because I'll tell you what, Roderick Strong. And uh, Tyler Russ wasn't going to cut it. I'm going to tell you that right now. That diamond mine wasn't going to cash any checks. But I do like the Creed brothers. I like this new um, woman. I forget her name, to be honest with you. I don't can't remember who it was. But she looked like she was ripped. She kind of looked like a, a little bit of a Layla Hirsch, legit Layla Hirsch kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but more ripped. It was like a, but a smaller, shorter, like powerhouse. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, we, so we got that. Ivy oh, Nile was. Ivy Nile, that's yeah. correct. Yep, that's it. Ivy Nile. So I'm, I'm ready for that. But yeah, the like, Creed Brothers, I think, have uh, have some some hype behind them, right? I think they especially Yeah, both the one D1 Julius, wrestlers, yeah. Yeah, both, uh, what do they say, they're undefeated? Yeah, uh, Julius the was one undefeated I've, at Duke. The one, the one guy I, I remember seeing as like a security guard regularly, yeah. both of them, right? They've been, yeah. So they've been there for a while. At the but yeah, Julius side. was, uh, I believe, <clears throat> Julius was undefeated uh, D1 All-American at Duke mm-hmm. as a wrestler there. And he, I mean, the way they're, Presenting them is awesome. Clean slate. Just throwing people around. Clean slate. Awesome. Yeah, they were very. They had some good. I'll say they had some good, good physical yeah. maneuvers. A good move set. Very, but they're very, very realistic. Like a real fight feel. Just tossing people around. They, but they have no. They're not really tipping their hand one way or the other. There's no gimmicks yet. Yeah. I mean, as you can tell, it's a very unpolished product there. But I guess that's what the diamond mine is all about, right? right? They're gonna. They're gonna buff them out. Right. That's what Malcolm Bivens is gonna do. Uh, so that was another uh, big day, de- big debut. The first first yeah, match a lot for of the Creed Brothers. So moving on as well, we also had the in ring uh, debut of B Fab, which I was from really Hero. excited. We were for. both big fans. Big, of. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, I mean, you're, we were. I was super excited to see what she could do in the ring. She's clearly newbie, a newer performer in the ring. Yeah, you know, I mean, she had a lot of, a lot of just green t- t- uh, practices. You know what I'm saying? But. She is a star mm-hmm. in presentation, in hit row, all that stuff. And I think she, the look and the way she did operate, I think she's got potential where she will get to the point. Finisher was like a rude awakening type neck breaker. I really like that a lot. So we're always huge on BFAB. That's a, we're both big on BFAB. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to see as well that Hit Row kind of went through this 2.0 upgrade uh, unscathed, mm-hmm. I would say, for the most part. It seems they're going to play a very prominent role in kind of the whole attitude and presentation, I think, of the brand yes. going forward. Fit in, right? Nice. Swerve, Swerve kind of, you know, I don't see a major challenge to him quite yet. Right. Uh, and they're, they're building that group up still. Speaking of which, another guy we're, we're, we're very high on. We're both big Hit Row guys. I know mm-hmm. that. Both big right. Hit Row fans. I'm looking forward to the next Cypher, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, I'd like to see them do fire. that. But I, they need some bigger matches. They need to get some of those guys yeah. even further involved. 
and I think they will be. But speaking of further involved, he was wearing a T-shirt on the show that said future. Mm -hmm. And I think we both agree. And, you know, we talked and I, you clearly said he was going to win the breakout tournament, which he did. Mm -hmm. uh, and Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes with this T-shirt that says future on it. Yeah. Came out tonight and, and he did something. He did something with a new guy named Trick Williams. Mm -hmm. Looks like he's he's played football somewhere or, or he's he, he's got the look. Yeah, he looks good. Now I don't know if he was supposed to be a rapper or a just a mysterious guy. I don't know, but he Mike skills. He's got to slow it down. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's right. obviously raw. It was raw. obviously very raw, Yeah, so it was interesting. But he's, he, there's, okay, let's see what there's they do with There's a story there. It seems like they're old friends, what we're playing here, they're childhood friends, something like that. Yep. And Trick Williams... Um, I like the name. Wanted, yeah, I like the name, too. Wanted to, like, really bring out more of the aggressive, arrogant side of Cormel Hayes. Yep. Where's that side where you were? Right. That's the real you. So they're going back, right? Mm -hmm. Out comes another guy who I know you're very high on, yeah. one Duke Hudson, Duke Hudson, strutting of the ring. And I think we both suspected Duke Hudson was going to play a big role in this, but yes. another swerve. These guys just demolish him. Yeah, just, just come completely. In. And Trick Williams, while he was you know very rough on the mic and everything, but he hit like a discus big boot. Which is something I've never seen before, but it's like it was like a disc it's clothesline yes. with a big boot. Yeah. Took Hudson's head off. Really cool move. And um I the one question I have here is it seems like they want to turn Hayes and Williams heel, but then they attacked another guy that's pretty much a hundred percent heel, Hudson. Are they gonna make Hudson a babyface? He's an arrogant prick. I mean, that's his his character. So I don't know there. That seems kind of odd. Yeah. But yeah, we'll uh, see. but I'm interested. That's all that matters. We'll see, we'll see. So moving on, we also had a, a women's uh, interaction yeah. there with Casey, Casey and Caden uh, and the Toxic Attraction, as they're called now, mm -hmm. that Lennon informed me, mm -hmm. with newcomers J.C. Jane, Gigi Dolan, and the revamped, refreshed, new look, dark, gritty Mandy Rose. Yeah. Uh, I like the look, Len. We'll see what Mandy does. I, you know, I, she's a little bit more aggressive. Mm -hmm. I like the gear. These these guys seem to be troublemakers. I like toxic attraction. Very as a name edgy. Too. Very very edgy. And the, did you hear the music? It's basically like it's, Sweet Dreams, like a Marilyn Manson Sweet it Dreams, is. but it's like not yeah, like as close it, as you get to that. Close to that. Yeah, without getting <laughs> right without. Sued, yeah. But it, it was pretty yeah. cool and. I, yeah, I'll agree. I like the look. I like the Manny Rose dark hair, darker eyeliner, like a little bit of a yeah. gothier look, but they, not yeah, too they, goth. I was th I was expecting they they had the the promo right before the match for their backstage. Yeah, and she's like in a hood. I was expecting something a little more dramatic, mm -hmm. honestly. I kind of uh, saw but, like a color, like a pink or a yeah something like that. But I actually like this dark. I do really like it. I I she had like kind of like black denim like cutoffs almost like as the, her trunks um yeah, yeah. And, and and just also canzaro and caden carter just uh, so they've worked, stars they've worked so hard as a tag team they have so many tag moves like combination moves that no, none of these other women really do as a true tag team these two should be on the main roster they should be in the title match. In fact, I think they should have the women's titles because they're an actual tag team that's trying stuff together. Combination moves. 
Yeah, right. Lens Beinstock and Casey and Caden. Yes, absolutely. So I'd like to see them move up to the main roster. Um, and I want to see Toxic Attraction be successful here. I'm into that. Yeah, well, it looks like they're they're positioning themselves uh, uh, to be in in the mix there, in a more prominent in the women's division in NXT 2.0. Speaking of new things, Len, we saw Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland, who seems to be a big deal, mm-hmm. attack their former stable mates in the British Invasion. I believe that group was called in in yeah, Danny I think that's Birch. What you call them. Danny Birch. I call them the racist, but so now Birch. it's just these two. It's it's Ridge. Uh, with his his Billy stick or his his <laughs> little baseball bat or whatever yeah. it is, yep. and Pete Dunn, who I is just growing increasingly exhausted of personally. Okay, um, they just signed him to a new three year deal, so well, you yeah, get used yeah. to him. But yeah, uh, speaking yeah. of new, this match is not new. I don't need to see Ridge Holland or Drake Maverick yeah. that was on this Drake match. Drake Maverick was just lamb to slaughter there. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. So, but you as you were saying though, Holland. And Donner together, they attacked O'Reilly backstage this week as they're doing the vignettes or the little training things. Knock O'Reilly out of the main event, which is the Fatal 4-Way, which we didn't even mention, was now for the NXT title because Samoa Joe, with another injury, had to relinquish the title. Sure. So, I, yeah. I don't know if that was by design. Yeah, or we're not I... sure if that's 100%, but regardless, yeah. O'Reilly out, according to William Regal, because of injury. All too convenient. In... Von Wagner, not Mo Wagner that played for Michigan. Von Wagner. <laughs> not Mo Vaughn either. Not Mo Vaughn either, former first baseman. But no, Von Wagner into O'Reilly's spot. I don't know why. I don't think it makes any sense that he gets that just because he came in the never locker room seen him. and scared them off. We've never seen him before. So D1 tight end, right? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I read. Yeah, yeah, he was a D1 tight end. So anyway, that's what they're doing. Dunn's moving on to the main event. The fourth fatal four-way. Ridge Holland beat the shit out of Drake Maverick, like we expected. I don't think neither of those guys needed to be uh, highlighted on this show, and they were for really no reason. But the main so, event was the four-way, obviously. So Goldie 2.0, as they said. Mm-hmm. Tommaso Champ, old reliable, mm-hmm. is carrying a torch into this new generation. Yeah. And let's see how long he keeps it. I, I don't yeah. think he's the long-term there, but I think he's a good transition guy. I think he's a safe guy to put it on while you kind of figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, my, my bet is that, they, that it wasn't planned this way. Yeah. I think the plan was for Joe to keep carrying this title and be like a mentor to these kids. When he got hurt or was pulled out, whatever happened here, I think they just said, we'll put Chompa in that role for now. He'll carry the belt. For a couple months while these young guys work around him and i think that's a pretty good idea that's a good role for him he's like a he's definitely like a locker room leader there and um i don't know what's going on with joe i hope it's nothing serious you know what i mean obviously because he had neck issues before so hopefully it's not see serious. i wonder if he was even planning on wrestling and maybe him getting the title was the way to get the belt off, off across to go to the possible. roster and joe was just the pit stop and then decided, okay, now we just got to start fresh. Yeah, I think that's absolutely <clears throat> in play. That's possible that that's what they did. They had him, he could have the one match, and then they got him back off the ring. Because he, I know that he is, Joe, is stepped into that Canyon Seaman role as like a ta- the talent guy there. So he's uh, had a big role in that. So he might just be moving on from in-ring permanently. Yeah, we'll see. Either way, Champ was a champ fatal four-way to become the new champion with over Pete Dunn, L.A. Knight, 
and Vaughn Wagner. Vaughn Wagner looked pretty good in the match. I mean, he's in there with three yeah, pros. Absolutely. So those guys, you know, helped him out. He, but he looked pretty good in there, big hoss kind of guy. And, um, yeah, Chompa won. You couldn't really put it on. I mean, made, L.A. Knight doesn't really make a lot of sense. Wagner's not going to win it. Um, and I think Dunn probably will just be the first challenger for Chompa, would be my guess. But, anyway, that's what you got from that. And then, of course, the main event was not a wrestling match, Mike. But yeah. what was it? What was the main event? It was the unification of two beautiful human beings. Mm -hmm. Index, mm -hmm. as Index. they're called. Indy Hartwell, Indy Wrestling. Indy Wrestling. And Dexter Loomis. A much anticipated climax to uh, these two's uh, interaction and, mm -hmm. and adventure over the last couple months. Yeah. Uh, to have it be on the debut episode of 2.0 is perfect. If we get more of this kind of thing, yeah, let's uh, do it. I'm all about it. I'm I all about it. it. This is one of the better, and I will say right off the top before we even go any further, this is one of the better wrestling weddings I've seen. It wasn't, I don't know if I would put it up there amongst the best. I would have to review the footage. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean the, but in terms of ones that I remember, this, this was pretty good. This was a good one. And the, the thing that made it really good is it happened, and there was a wedding. Like, there was no attacks or nothing yeah. like that, which yeah. that was but a pleasant alone, surprise right? to me. Mm -hmm. And anything that you can get Gargano involved in at this point, you have he is so on top of his game humor-wise. I mean, Gargano is ridiculous. I mean, he's so funny in these things. It kills me. And then they brought Austin Theory back just for the wedding. Sounds like via Twitter later he tweeted today. Seems like he's moving up to the main roster. But it was nice to see him back. He brought Damian Priest with him because he thought he was a priest because that's his name. It's pretty funny stuff. And, um, yeah, just overall, I thought it was a, it was an entertaining time. You got to hear the first words ever out of Loomis's mouth, as he said, I do. I do. It was yeah. perfect. Uh, yeah. it, I mean, nothing to argue about. I love how he, he choked out the... Officiant. <laughs> and then they got Beth the, in there, which was great. Yeah, Beth, Beth, dude, it was great. Just saying she got it last night. Yeah. Uh, her, she got uh, ordained last night on the internet was good. I gotta give credit to Beth too. I mean, she's came so she's far great. as yeah. a color person. Like I think. Oh, she, I think the NXT announced team is my favorite. It honestly. is. It's like a perfect, honestly, for a three man booth. It's probably one of the best. And I like Beth when she started. I was like, no, this ain't it. You know what I mean? Like this isn't gonna work. But to her credit, she got she's gotten better and better and better. And she was so entangled in this storyline. She really would love this couple. Loved Indy trying to get this to all go through. So it was really cool how they used her as the person to officiate the wedding, ultimately. I thought it was good. It was a home run. Success. I, I, yeah, I love I love Beth uh, and her uh, nudging this relationship along yeah. the whole time. And then actually ending up in the storyline was a good uh, a good end to it. Obviously, she got, you know, she had some influence prior right. to that. But it's funny because yeah, I think it kind of started organically and mm -hmm. they ended up wrapping it up in the storyline, which is good. But a very good wedding, you're right. It was very entertaining. Uh, lots of good jokes from pretty much everyone who was yeah. on. Just every, the reactions of everyone, if you watch the whole thing, just their, you know, kind of ambient reactions in the background of when people are, are doing things front and center. It was a very entertaining uh, wrestling wedding, for sure. One of the top ones. I really enjoyed it. And that was after the main event. So, and of course it is. But that was the last thing really to talk about NXT. Uh, very good show overall. I th I'm optimistic. 
Yeah, me too. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but what it seems like the direction we're going is definitely the younger people getting some time on TV against a lot of veterans too, where you get Imperium, you get Chompa, you get LA Knight, getting these guys some matches and some work. And um, I'm excited because I'm always excited for new faces. Like I like seeing the I love NXT back in the day when it was all like developmental. I love watching the new guys, and it's just I think. I'm I'm ready, willing to give it a good chance. I think it's going to be a good. I think it's yeah, going to do a good it's going to yeah. With the draft coming, the landscape in WWE, especially in response to what's going on in AEW, which we'll talk about in a minute. You know, I, I'm excited to see what what Vince and the boys uh, up there in in Stanford are, are going to do uh, to counter this. How yeah. how they're going to organize their chess pieces on the board between. You know, it seems like they're kind of consolidating talent upwards at this point, right? They've gotten uh, rid of a lot. Of they, but they still brought, they're still bringing their Trey Youngs, which we didn't talk about. No, but the, uh, the SmackDown got Becky, they got Brock. So you think right. they're going to even this out a little bit? Yeah, let's see. Of, yeah, there's definitely changes coming in, in the yeah. landscape. But they're going up against a, a hot AEW product right now, Len, which brings us to Dynamite. Yeah. Uh you know, overall, we had we had Moxley and Suzuki and the Murderhawk kind of getting to the to end the show. That was kind of the cap. But other yeah. than that, it was just kind of, you know, some more standard AEW stuff. Uh, Sting got dropped on his head yeah, I, uh, by I, FTR and, and Tully, uh, you know. and Yeah, I don't know. This might be an unpopular opinion, but, like, I, while the signings and stuff AEW is doing is hot, the programs on Wednesdays and Fridays are not hot. They suck, in my opinion. They're not good. I don't think they're good. Like, I don't think Dynamite was good. Like, I loved seeing Brian, you know, challenge Omega face-to-face. That was cool. Omega accepts they're going to face each other next week. All that. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited for that match. But a couple things that are starting to really bother me. All these guys are forcing, like, curse words into these promos, which is so... 1995 like what is happening right now like daniel bryanson's calling people a bitch and all this it's like they what? did say pussy I, I i don't remember hearing pussy on tv before yeah i don't even I, they they were just like every word was like bitch or shit or it's like okay guys like you're adults you can swear awesome i don't know why this is being for like brian danielson is not honestly someone that would be swearing in that promo. Like and, he, and just to be clear, listeners, I'm not advocating using the word pussy no, or, no. or saying not. pussy anywhere right. or, you know, anything like that. No. You don't want to say just go around blurt pussy. Yeah. But, you know, if you can say pussy without saying pussy, that's what AEW is doing. They're force feeding exactly yeah. what I did. These words into their, yeah. and you can tell, but I mean, it's, it's corny as shit. But yeah. whatever. Adam Cole had his first match That here. was good. Him and Kazarian, good match. Of course, you know, both a couple veterans, good wrestlers. Adam Cole, the flavor of the week. The mm-hmm. former flavor of the week, uh, Malachi Black, yeah. had uh, a run-in with the American Nightmare, Cody uh, Rose. And I, let, me, let me say this, Len. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Malachi Black's entrance. Uh, I like what he does with the lights and his maneuvering. Mm-hmm. Uh, his song is good, mm-hmm. very intimidating. He's got the deer antlers, everything that you know, yeah. the stereotype, you know, just standard shit like that uh, to be intimidating. That's not out of his realm. He's you know still got the eye thing going on. I enjoy what he's what he's doing now, what he's trying to do. But is anyone even hearing it? 
Yeah. Right now, I mean, you know what I mean? Is this what's going on with Cody? He had the red suit. Malachi is the black suit. Didn't they already do this? I, what's? Yeah. Where is he gonna go? That was interesting to see. They fought up in the stands. It was it was kind of an odd. Yeah, Malachi Black. I like Malachi Black. Everything you said about Malachi Black is true. I like the entrance, all that stuff. He confronted Rosario Dawson. Was in the crowd. He confronted Rosario Dawson. Dawson was on Rosario his back. Rosario Dawson here, right? gets on his back. Here comes Cody Reds. What the hell? What the hell going was going on? And there? then yeah. next week, I'm excited for that match. But what I'm not excited for is I'm very worried Cody Reds is going to win that match, which is asinine if it happens. Like, and also, even if he doesn't. Where's Black going? Like, what's going on with these people? They're just go they don't know how to book these people, in my opinion. There's too much going on they right now. Speaking of too much going on, yes. Chris Jericho and Jake Hager, an inner circle connection, came out to interrupt another rambling of Dan Lambert from the American, Ranger, Dan American Lambert. Top Team. <laughs> Park yeah. Ranger. Dan Lambert can really talk a long time and just... He knows how to get people triggered, I guess. Yeah, he's just, just, just insults his fans. He's Alex his fans Jones. Eat it up he's like Alex a, Jones in yeah. wrestling or something those, like that. His right? fans eat it up with a spoon. Yeah, he's like, like Sean Hannity or whatever. You know what I mean? He's just then they they do. What the hell is he? Like, what I is don't going, even know what's going on. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. It's like you get a you get a appearance. You get an appearance. Ethan Page I mean? is supposed to be when he came to AEW. That was one of the deal. best. Like Mike guys in the business. That's he the is. whole point. He don't even get to talk. We have to hear Dan Lambert every week. Lambert's got all these MM guys, MMA guys with him. No one even says who they are. They don't do anything. <laughs> Just Scorpio Sky used to be friends with with Frankie Kazarian. I don't yeah. know why they're not. Now he's just a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't I don't I don't quite get why they're involved with Dan Lambert. Well, who are these other MMA guys? What are what is the end game here? For yeah, you? I don't get it. it I don't get sense. it either. Now you get um, Jake Hager, who's quote unquote undefeated okay. in MMA. Even now, are you going to get those not, guys to fight? He yeah. isn't or shouldn't be. He kicked a guy in the nuts and got disqualified. Like he should have a loss for disqualification. I don't know. He uh, they constantly say he's undefeated. I don't think he is. And even if he is, he sucks. He's no good as a wrestler. I don't like Jake Hager. He's no good. The All-American American Jack Swagger. Now, that was a great gimmick. <laughs> that was a good gimmick. We the people. We the people. Zeb Coulter. All of it. <laughs> now, as far as Jericho goes, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I love Jericho. I don't want to defame him. So there's going to be a tag but, team match next week. Yes. And I, I am looking forward to this show at uh, Arthur Ashe. I am too, yeah. I think that will be a good venue for and a wrestling show. And they're going both SmackDown and... Or, I'm sorry, SmackDown. Yeah, Dynamite and Rampage, two hours each. So they're taping, um, yeah. you know, Rampage on that night. But anyway, that's kind That'd of be cool. a good show. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good stuff booked for that. So that is exciting for sure. Yeah, but where, where does all this end? I don't know. Jade Cargo had another impressive showing against Layla Hirsch mm -hmm. in her hometown. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Uh, Cargill's still raw. I think she she's got a lot of potential. potential. And Layla Hirsch is in her, uh, entertaining. She's uh, she's a legit tough. She makes you think she's tough and hard out. So I, I like her. And then Team Taz took on CM Punk. He ripped him off the mic, uh, tossed him into the table. Mm -hmm. uh, so it looks like CM Punk might be angling for, I don't know if it's a match against Taz. It's going to be a, actually announced that Punk... First, uh, powerhouse, powerhouse Hobbs Hobbs to begin, Friday. but the but end game is the end game Ricky Starks or Starks the end game Taz? Right, yeah. I think the end game Starks. I don't think Taz is getting back in the ring. Taz is not in <laughs> ring shape. Taz. I mean, Taz isn't in ring shape, Mike. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Uh, I like Taz at one point when he was the human suplex machine and he was FTW Taz and freaking. 
ECW with Bill Alfonso, there was no one I liked more. Taz was unbelievable when he was the human suplex machine. Oh, sure. Unbelievable. As soon as he came to WWE, they ruined him. He was trash ever since. And right now, he is not in ring shape. I promise you that. I don't want to see that. No, when Taz was hot in ECW, he was one of the hottest properties yes, in the whole business. One of my business. all favorites. His yes. entrance. His, is Bill Alfonso still alive? I'm going to guess. Yes, Alfonso. Yes, yeah, yeah. AEW's got to bring him back. And yeah. get Taz in the ring. Alfonso's a lunatic. Once Punk goes through Hobbs, Hook, and uh, <laughs> Absolute Ricky Starks, who's my big fan of Absolute Ricky Starks. Yeah, yeah. He's got and then he's got to fight Taz at the very end of it. Mm-hmm. If Taz wears that towel over his head and a single. Anything can happen. I'm man. in. Anything can happen. But if the end game is Punk and Starks, even, I'll take that too. Yeah, that's okay. And it looks like, he, it looks like Hook might be. Uh, Geared up to maybe face Punk. I wouldn't be surprised to see that be on uh, one of the next shows. Did you happen to see how much Aaron Rodgers looked like CM Punk at his press conference after that loss on Sunday? It looked like CM Punk, and they're both whiny. Um, Very similar personality. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I can't. I. You know, I'm. I'm probably not much different than those guys, honestly. And I'm looking kind. I'm looking kind of like them. Slick that hair back. Might yeah. really grow a little stubble. You're there, man. Yeah, exactly. That's you gotta right. Gotta slick that hair back straight. Yeah, I got the attitude. Just you know, they don't give a shit attitude. Yeah. You know, surfer, surfer dude. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, AEW was like I said, Danielson Omega confrontation was what it was the highlight of the show. Like I like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I do like them. Don. I, I do like when they called Don Callis a carny piece of shit. <laughs> I do. <laughs> It's funny. It is funny. But they overuse that again, too. They overuse that again, too. I'll tell you, Don Callis is... I don't know what I think about him, but I was watching some old WWE stuff from recently, like just on the network, and when he was Cyrus, do you remember when he was Cyrus? It was... I didn't even realize that was him until the other day when I was watching it, and he's out there with his slick, long hair, and he's Cyrus, and I was like, oh my God, that's Don Callis. I totally forgot about Cyrus completely as a character. And it was hilarious. Callus <laughs> is like entertaining, but again, these these guys are like they're like little kids that just learned that you can say fuck and shit yeah. and piss, and then they just like do it way too much. Like just talk so, like a normal person. Yeah. So uh, you know that was a pretty standard Daniel Bryan Bryan Daniels yeah. promo, I would say. Who wins that match? I'm not sure, but I don't. I don't. It sounds like it's not for the championship. It's not, so it seems I would like think it's not that, a title. Daniel didn't want a title shot. Yeah, it sounds like uh, then he'll probably win it uh, some way. That would be my guess. That'll just be the start of it for those two. Uh, also, and in this uh, Darby and Sting got their 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 faces uh, wiped exposed, off, wiped off washed. by Kelly Blanchard. They got their faces washed. And they did get them washed by a wet, a wet, <laughs> hot, old, I think it was a hot towel. Hot, wet washcloth. I think they shaved them then. Kelly <laughs> yeah. Blanchard took them back and hot, wet gave them off. <laughs> Shave. Kelly Blanchard actually has a barber chair in the back. He sets everybody <laughs> up in there with a straight razor and he just sharpens it on his belt and he goes, he goes to work back there and takes out whatever facial hair he might have. But yeah, Sting, um, okay. I mean, Sting, Tully Blanchard, yeah. no thank you. You've done your time, uh, Sting. Move I, along. I, it's Sting. We get it. Yeah. Let's I, move I'll on. give it to him, though. Sting's taking some bumps. I mean, he's been he terribly there. I don't want him to take bumps. Like, I don't everything. Them. Yeah, he shouldn't be taking pile drivers, but whatever. That's yeah. up to him, right? I guess. He wouldn't be doing it if he didn't want to. 
so uh, Kingston and, and Moxley beat 2.0 Ever Rise. <laughs> Goodness gracious. My stock, that was the main event, by My the stock way. in them is, is Ever, <laughs> Ever Rising. Still. No, it's plummeting. <laughs> it's only, it was a 10, now it's a 2.0. Be, but 2.0 is going to turn into 4.0 and 8.0. I will tell you one thing. 2.0 is not the answer. I like Ever Rise. <laughs> yeah. That little show they had. Yeah, but these good. guys are going to be buried so hard in this <laughs> just, yeah, well, so I can't wait for the people that were upset that the NXT released them just to be upset that AEW released We're still them. waiting. Who's going to be that first cross back? Yeah, I, I want. You know I, it's going to happen. I cannot wait till AEW, and not not for the wrestlers. I feel bad at saying this, but I can't wait till they have to start releasing people and like all those people that were so mad that WWE releases people and they shouldn't do that during the pandemic. And like Ever Rise slash Two Point I'm sorry. At, Get the lost. Are getting paid. The main event yeah. was this match. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I don't yeah. care what this is a terrible main event. Um, Moxley is now speaking of Barry, you just might as well bury him under these all the guys that came in too. He can take his whatever Japanese title he has and defend it against fifty year old Japanese. I, he might man. not care. That's I mean, it seems like that's they're banking off. You look at this crowd, Len. This crowd yeah. is thirty five to forty year old. Males, ninety yes. percent of them are the the internet wrestling. Oh. It's a true litmus test of how popular wrestling is right now. Uh, when you look sure. at this crowd, and I still don't see a lot of excitement for this Suzuki song. No, and this, you this know crowd, what I mean? Like that? Why? Why even? This is too much. There's too much going on here. Is ridiculous. They cheer for every single thing. Like there's it's the too best much going ever. on. They're like, I don't yes. care about these guys. No. Like, who, is Archer friends with these guys? Where's Jake the Snake? Who? What's man, there's too much going on. Where's Arn? Where's, where's Arn? Yeah. Is Flair coming with Andrade? <laughs> Who else is coming over that's 70? I don't know what's happening. It's all a oh, bunch of ridiculous. Oh my stuff. God. Who knows what's going to happen next? And then you got uh, uh, Wyndham. Wyndham. Uh, Bray Wyndham, Wyatt coming Wyndham over. Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda coming over. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I, I know it's not going to happen. But I pray that he like makes a last second decision and just goes back to WWE. This is no. Like I, I he's going to come in there and take over the dark order because they're all feuding and breaking up and like nobody likes Evil Uno anymore. And it's gonna be Wyatt Rotunda, Wyndham Rotunda versus Evil Uno on Rampage in a month and a half, and I'm gonna vomit my face off. Well, the rumor is there is a show in Rochester, New York, which yes. is Brody Lee's hometown, right. where they think that he might debut if he has signed with him. That's the rumor, and you know, I don't want to disparage anything with Brody Lee. I mean, obviously, tragic situation. I know they're, you know, they love each other, all that stuff. So I feel bad about all that. I want Bray Wyatt on my TV doing cool things. Does WWE use them all right all the time? Absolutely not. They suck too with them. AEW will suck with him too. He's going to be leading the Dark Order, guaranteed. It's going to be so stupid. The Dark Order is like a comedy act now. I don't want to see it. I don't want Hangman Page associated with him. I don't want Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda associated with him. Like, please, just go back to the WWE or something. I can't yeah, do it. You know, I... The dig that Christian had uh, against Adam Cole, where he, he said, uh, pulled you straight from developmental. Yeah, that yeah. was quite the jab. That yeah, was I mean, like, Christian oh, was, shit. he was getting him out of there. He said, You're losing wars Christian's on Wednesday. Christian's been good on the mic, You're, I You're used to losing wars on Wednesday nights. Now you lose one yeah. on Friday. Uh, I mean, that was Christian. Edge has, him. Edge has the chops because he did it in the attitude era where he went out there and you had to be ready to go. Those guys. Those guys were ready to go, all those guys, including Christian, who I think is terrible, but those were good lines. For so sure. you got New Japan over here. You got uh, 
Still, is Christian the only thing they're gonna kind of really bring over? Out, bring over Sammy Callahan, make him fight what somebody. About the Good Brothers, they don't even—they're not even on Impact. They're always on. No, they—they—they're they, on Impact every now and then. If you watched, you—you you would know. Oh, I don't watch. It's no, we, we're not gonna get into that, uh, champs. But uh, uh, the Good Brothers are there, and Christian is there. But I want to see Moose. I want to—I want to see. Uh, Sammy Callahan. I want to see some of their big, some of their women come over. Deanna Perrazzo. I want to we'll, see, we'll see none that. of them. I want to see all yeah. of them go back to Impact. All of the people that are <laughs> well, now. I'm just saying that seems to be the arrangement, but right. it seems like Impact's getting a short end of the stick. Just Impact like New, New Japan to, sending their guys go over getting squashed by... Everrise needs to go to Impact. Like, you know, start exactly. giving them guys. Some guys like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens there. But, I mean, this was just another jam-packed episode of Dynamite. There was approximately 200 wrestlers it's blood. Uh, uh, Making that appearance at some point on the screen. There's so many things, so many moving parts going on in there. NXT 2.0 is just wound up. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to talk about after next week's show as yeah. these new guys, these new talents uh, keep appearing and, and these directions keep changing in NXT. Yeah, with all these shows we're talking about, there's only one show you can count on every week to be good, and it's SmackDown tomorrow. So You're right. I'm yeah. excited for that. All these other shows, yep. you get a mixed bag. You and then the draft time. coming up. And I really like the idea of doing that mock draft one. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do I, it. I, I, think that's, I think that sounds good. So... Len, is there anything in the uh, the mailbag this week? No, no wrestling related mails mails this week. We have a football one. We'll talk about uh, that. Okay, we'll bring but that up in the football. Pod. If you want to send us mail, we appreciate it. It's livingroomchamps at gmail .com. We'll take questions about any wrestling topics you want. Uh, we have a couple for like a, more of an old school vibe, where we're going to do kind of an old school episode. Maybe have a couple guests and um, talk about some lists of some old time stuff. But we're trying to save that and like put it together. As far as just regular questions week to week, if you have questions about 2.0, the show, not the tag team, if you have questions about AEW, Raw, SmackDown, whatever, if you have questions about Drop, just send them to us. We'll answer them. And, uh, you know, like our Facebook page, uh, follow us, share our tweets, share this this podcast, all our podcasts. Len, what's that Twitter handle? Twitter handle, Mike, is at... LRC Pod, short for Living Room Champs. And then you can also find us at uh, Living Room Champs on Facebook, Instagram, Discord. Mm -hmm. And then thanks to our webmaster, livingroomchamps.com. Yeah. Len's got an article up. I'll have one coming up uh, this weekend. Yeah, I wrote an article last week pertaining the wrestling wars, quote unquote. So like the AEW versus WWE. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get some into some tech shit, some video game shit. We're another maybe tentacle. Some, maybe we'll do some live. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, you'll you'll see some articles from me on on some different stuff. You know everything that's good in the living room. So check out uh, livingroomchamps.com. Len, busy week again. Busy week, yeah. We'll be back here talking wrestling again. Try, hopefully, maybe a little shorter time between wrestling ones or something. We'll figure something out. But we'll be on here pretty quick, for sure, talking wrestling again. And, um, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. We're yeah. good. I think we covered everything. We did. So, thank you, everyone, for joining us here in the living room once again. And we'll see you soon.